You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) We do have a shameless confession. We are recording this episode the same day it's launching today. So we're a little behind. (laughs) Behind, but right on schedule. Yeah. Consistency. The queen is never late. Everyone else is simply early. True. (laughs) I will say I commend our consistency. We started this podcast two months ago and we have come out with an episode every Monday like we said we would. Mm -hmm. The one thing is that the episodes come out at a different time every day. But it's still Monday, so we're that's okay. That is nothing is perfect right off the bat. At least we're consistent, and the timing will follow. I'm telling you, Olia's on my lap, and um, she's just <laughs> going crazy licking her paws. Olia's my dog for yes. anyone who's just yeah. joining us. But we are here. We're here for our April check-in episode. It's two months in. Oh my gosh, there's so much to say. Grab your coffee. Grab your sparkling water. Grab your I'm I'm drinking a sound. Grab your wine if you're in Europe. (laughs) Listen to that. Oh, baby. I just instantly felt cold when you opened that. We need it. It's already so hot in LA. It's It's going to be like 85 today. And we are doing, we've officially started all of our backyard landscaping. So we can't wait for all the events that we're actually going to be able to have here now. If you're at our sample sale, you saw we we made it look beautiful, but there is still a lot that had to be done. So we are in, we have everything lined up for concrete, DG, trees. I know. Coming into the office this morning, I was like, wow, looks like a different space and there's not even anything in it. There's just like pillars of wood and signage and all. Basically what she's trying to say is, it doesn't look great right now, but it's going to look freaking stunning in a month from exactly. now. So get ready for summer parties at all the babies HQ. <laughs> no, but we are, oh my gosh, we are really excited to finally talk about yeah. the secret project that we were working on for so yeah. long because it it's feels live. weird. It feels weird not calling it our secret project <laughs> or the project anymore. Now it's just Nordstrom. We're in Nordstrom. <laughs> surprise clap clap no we were head down like from truly we got an email from Nordstrom the last week of December right Mm -hmm. before it was like right after Christmas right into New Year's and we were about to go on a little team break and we didn't even know if we could make it happen we didn't even know if it was real like I had to look up on LinkedIn the person's name who reached out because I was like are we do they really want us like is this is this a real thing (laughs) And it also felt so strange because we had just sat down and did like a like a what do we want out of 2022 thing. And one of the things was um, pop-ups, like all oh. kinds of pop-ups. We were like, we want pop-ups in Europe, obviously thinking very big like we always do. But this seemed like it came at the perfect time for us to like get 2022 started with a bang. Truly, and to know that we can do it. Like, I think it was so daunting. All of the paperwork, oh all God. of the the guidelines. Guys, like, this was like, they kept sending us things to read. And it's not like, we suggest you read this. Like, this was like, 
full booklets of rules on how to ship things, how to set up shipping, how to communicate with shipping. Like there had to be like 5,000 things on a singular box. And we, there's just literally, there's two of us and one intern. (laughs) And we had never done anything like this ever before. Ever. And it took us like a good three months to read through all of it. We like called all reinforcements in and like, all the people that we ever knew that had anything to do with Nordstrom, we had on phones. And our friend Claire had just like worked with Nordstrom and she was a lifesaver because I don't think we would have even understood the system if it weren't for her. Oh my gosh. I 100%. Claire, we owe you the world. Big time. If you're listening. <laughs> no, but it was also, bless Yola's heart. I don't even know how she did it. She came in and she was like, okay, we have to do this. We have to do this for the shipping. I created these labels. And I was like, just kind of nodding my head, acting like I understood everything that she was talking about, just trying to keep the ship afloat because we had to we had to bear all of the upfront costs for Nordstrom. So mm-hmm. I was just like trying to make sure payroll was going through while YOLO was like, we got this, we got this, we got this. And I was like, great, 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 great. But yeah. the craziest thing is we wouldn't, I mean, it was all so perfectly set in place. I mean, all thanks to our beautiful, incredible fabric manufacturer, Ira, who we're going to have on the podcast soon. We're so excited. But he called us up, like, I think it was like October. Mm. And he was like, have you guys thought about getting more fabric, like way in advance because supply chain, everything is affected. It's going to take months to get the organic cotton. And we were like, oh my God. So we're like, let's just get 3000 yards thinking it's going to last us like all Mm -hmm. these months. Cause obviously we do super small batch production if, if you've been following the brand, everything is small. We do small drops. Um, it's all sustainably made here in L.A. And we're like, yeah, 3,000 yards. Nordstrom <laughs> ends up sending us how many pieces they want. It's like 1,300 pieces, which literally yields 3,000 yards. Yeah. <laughs> and we just made it. So if you are a customer and a listener and you've noticed that we were – sold out for a long time we weren't doing any drops for a long time this is why because we had to be able to maintain the Nordstrom order we were like maniacs trying to figure out how to get this all done if it weren't for Ira and that pre-order we wouldn't have been able to make it also we already had like we so sometimes because they get made in batches um the fabric um we only get like 1,000 yards at a time So we already had a thousand yards, which were in production, but they were for us. So we were like, fuck it. This isn't for us. This needs to be for Nordstrom. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. And then we got the rest of the 2,000 yards in batches. So that also meant we had to like wait for that to start production. So it was like, it felt like a chess game. Oh my gosh. It was, it was so much. Plus, not only were we dealing with the production, we were dealing with like, handling their end of their product setups which we'd never done it's like if anyone does anything with like a department store there's such a thing called edi which you can set up but you don't have to in so many rules complicated rules and if you don't follow every single rule you get penalized obviously this is like we're working in the big leagues (laughs) i don't think they realized that 
there was so few of us actually hand tagging. We had to add the Nordstrom tag to every single product. We had to add our tag to every single product. We had to sift through every single piece to make sure there was no dye damage. Then we had to sift again to make sure there was no mistakes. I mean, when I say, this is probably boring, all of you, but I just had to (laughs) let you all know how crazy it's been for us because what a dream come true. I, I, two years in, we're in Nordstrom for a pop-up for two months. It's going mm. really well. We're already almost sold out online. I know. The first week of sales in store were really positive. And if you're listening and you're in other states, we encourage you to check us out or other yeah. countries. We are in in California. We're in the Costa Mesa location in South Coast Plaza. We're in San Jose. And then we're in Manhattan, NYC flagship, which is a big store to navigate. Mm-hmm. So it might take you a lot of different escalators to find us. <laughs> My best friend went the day it launched and she was like exhausted just trying to even get up the escalators. But she found us and it was amazing. And then we're in Seattle, in Bellevue, all in Washington. Then we're in Austin. We're in Dallas. We are in uh, Chicago. Yeah. We're spread around. Also, if you're in Canada and you're listening, Vancouver and Toronto have some. And I'm 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 from Vancouver. Like I lived in Vancouver for many years, and some friends of mine went this weekend. It was so cute. I know I saw your video. So please go tell send us videos. Tell us what you think. Oh my gosh, I I one of my best friends that I met studying abroad. She she sent her mom because she she grew up in Seattle and her mom was there doing all these like testing the associates to make sure they knew about the brand sending us photos videos telling us like how things could be better and improved and then they even bought a set I mean we just feel so loved held supported by our community and Mm -hmm. just thank you I mean we did it and if you're in store and you see our things send us a DM and send us a video we'd love to see um, what your experience is like yes. with all the babies at Nordstrom. So that's our Nordstrom spiel. We just <laughs> had to like regurgitate all that out because we've been holding it in for so long. And yeah. truly, like it was a labor of love. When I say blood, sweat, and tears went into it, I mean, oh my god, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. We like we're cutting ourselves from the thing. We're bleeding. We're we're like doing hard manual labor. Yeah, sweating from all the boxes we had to carry around the clothes. Hey, shout out to all the people that do that as a regular job. It was oh my gosh. rough. It was rough. Like our backs were going out. Oh like... yeah, we were on our feet twelve hours. We were working yeah. like yeah. twelve hour plus days, especially when it was crunch time, crunch time, and we had to meet the deadline. It was like. Yeah, we were basically in tears the morning everything got picked up. We were running around with, like, wet tape, (laughs) like, trying to, like, extra tape all the boxes. And they were, like, we kept calling, being like, do you know when the truck's coming? They were, like, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. hits the truck's not here. We're not done at all. We're just, like, (laughs) screaming, trying. Oh, my God, it was awful. It was awful. Then we had to Tetris the whole thing into the truck, which was the whole. Because there was no space. That's the truck driver's fault. But that was great, too. We did it. We made it happen. We're just so happy. And it's it's crazy. It's so surreal. But that's our Nordstrom our Nordstrom talk. Thanks for coming to our TED talk. Our Nordstrom talk. No, but we <laughs> are just ecstatic, and we feel so loved. And yeah, makes me all emotional all over again recounting it yeah. because I didn't even realize how much we did. And I think leading into the podcast, kind of like us starting with Nordstrom was such a such a big milestone for the two of us and all the babies 
and then us like we wanted to launch this podcast a long time before but with Nordstrom it just wasn't feasible and we just like couldn't concentrate on it but then we started this podcast and like all in all I just want to have a moment of like thankfulness for what 2022 has been just absolutely amazing we had Nordstrom and then through the podcast we've just been meeting the most fantastic people I will not stop talking about all the people I've met to all my friends and family. Like, my mom listens to the podcast, so she talks to me about it. (laughs) But, like, whenever I'm at my parents' house and I'm like, okay, so we had this guy and then we talked about this and this is so interesting. Did you know we had a midwife in and, like, this is actually what a midwife does? And I don't know if they're annoyed at this point, but I feel like (laughs) I'm finding out such, such mind-blowing information that for me to find elsewhere if I weren't having this conversation through this podcast take me ages so true. I wouldn't even know where to go looking for it and that's why we started it right it was like okay we're not moms yet what does this look like how can we get as much info as we want even unrelated to motherhood it's been so powerful and I guess now we can talk about our guests this month because that's kind of what we like to do for these check-in episodes is really yeah. check in with our listeners. We want to have this open dialogue of of how you feel about the guests that we've had on this month. Mm-hmm. We've had on Lena Miller, Miles Garber, and Krista Williams, all which were such incredible, mm. life-giving, fascinating, deep, and, honest conversations. And such different conversations. Oh my gosh. And that's the thing. Like Sometimes there are some things that like connect but it gives me so much strength to hear people talk about what's going on in their life and maybe the things that they really had to like digest and mm. like live with and like how eloquently and compassionately they talk about those things it like really is shifting how i'm thinking about my own life as well it's so true and i'm hoping it's doing the same for for other people that I are mean, listening. You can just tell that everyone is both a work in progress, but also working on themselves very actively. Like Lena Miller, for example. Wow. She was going through a separation with her partner. They had just had a baby throughout over COVID. I think the baby's now three. And she's literally starting over. And She's using her art as therapy. And what does that look like in her life? And what does being a single mom look like in her life? And mm-hmm. like, and how how is she turning her past childhood trauma to not relive that? Her parents mm-hmm. also went through a really bad divorce and she didn't want that for her kids. So how mm-hmm. can she rework that and, and find a really smart co-parenting method and like actually be aware of the shit that messed yeah. her up as a kid and not repeat it? And... Just from a personal perspective, I think the way she was talking about her partner was so loving. And I hope that if I'm ever in a situation where I'm separating from someone I've been with for a long time and it's not easy, there's not resentment so much, but like understanding and love and like respect for each other, even at the end of the day. Because there's been so many things we've all seen. And also, like, representation in, like, TV and things like that, where it's, like, just so angry and hateful at the end. And so inspiring that she was able to talk about someone that she's choosing not to be with anymore in that way. 
with love, with emotion. Like yeah. they tried everything. And that's also a thing. Trying everything. They tried everything and they just, yeah. and she actually like walked us through them trying everything. And that was the most heartbreaking part about all of it. And mm. that was such a lesson for us in, I think oftentimes we look at people separating or we look at life happening and we just think like, you gave up easily or, you know, mm. whatever. But truly she connected their lack of being able to be together to both of them just dealing with things differently, right? Like it was yeah. like mm-hmm. her partner still had trauma that he was having to to figure out. Like they just needed to be on that journey alone, but they were doing it in such a beautiful way for the family they had built. Yeah. And like having that conversation was mind-blowing understanding that art can be a release mind-blowing <laughs> like I I do think about it very surface level if I'm like feeling like I'm on my phone too much or I need a creative escape or whatever yeah. and I'm like let me journal let me do <laughs> it really does release something like even just going to Blick and buying like watercolor paints <laughs> or something and pretending that you know how to paint I don't know it does something but it's but that's a thing like I think adults have this idea that it's like it's all about knowing how to do something but the reality is like you going and like actually doing the painting that's like expression it doesn't like that's like release of things I mean I never know like exactly how like I think I don't quite understand yet in what way how can I put it in what way art is like meditation and therapy but I don't think I have to I just know that it kind of is yeah and I can't really explain it but if you just let go and especially if you don't know how to do something there's no expectation and you like you don't judge it as much yeah exactly so I think like you going out and buying watercolor sounds like (laughs) a a really good therapeutic experience once the backyard is done you're just gonna come over and I'm just gonna be painting with my mud water pretending like I'm freaking Picasso and you're gonna be like Drew that is a stick figure drawing Hey, Picasso is actually really interesting because he, his dad wanted him to draw like an adult when he was really, really young. And like, I think this is the story. I'm not 100% sure. But from what I've heard, he was forced to draw like an adult when he was really young. So when he was old and he knew how to draw perfectly, he wanted to draw like a child again. So that's why all the Picasso things that you know are so stylistically childlike and so random and big noses and like almost like over imaginative because he just wanted to connect to not being forced to draw perfectly see i intuitively channeled my childhood (laughs) (laughs) picasso like tendencies hey maybe i'm totally wrong but someone told me that once and i love that story We are here to talk about Hello Bello. We love Hello Bello. We really do. It's like all over the house. Oh my gosh. The baby wipes, the hand sanitizer, the sunscreen. It's like they do it all. They cover the whole family, basically. And you know what I've been using actually nightly? Their uh, Hello Bello bubble bath lavender. Oh, I've been using that too. Oh, and the bubbles, like my bath has been really good because of it. 
Mm. I'm just in a bath full of bubbles. So happy. Smells so good. I think I always put like a little bit too much in it because I'm always like, I want to be like bubbled up to the chin. But that's... Like blowing bubbles away. It's like that's what they do so well though. <laughs> Sometimes bubble bath isn't good, but hello bubble bubble... Hello bubble bubble... Hello bubble... Hello, Bella. Wow, that say that five times. Hello, bubble. Hello, Bella. Bubble bath. Hello, Bella. Bubble bath. Hello, Bella. Bubble bath is the <laughs> best. <laughs> they have the best products, and we just we can't say enough good things. And we love the founders, Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell, and they really just care. Premium premium products at affordable price points. So go to Hello Bella today and use our code All the Babies Co twenty in all caps so that you can save twenty percent off your Hello Bella product. I think this was the month of consciousness. Ooh. Because Lena's very conscious about how she's handling the separation for herself, for her daughter, for her partner, ex-partner. Miles is super conscious now about his um, his upbringing and just the situation he's in now. Situation. The life he's living now um, with his beautiful wife and daughter. And I think uh, Krista was, inc- I think, the most conscious I've ever heard anyone be with her words mm. and her tone. And also in her life, the way she was discussing, like... Um, the mother wound. The mother wound. The mother wound. The mother wound. <laughs> I really... Is that... That's a her thing, right? Or is that not a her thing? I don't... I think she learned about it. Okay. And she speaks a lot right. on it. But right. wow, that is so true. It was the month of consciousness. Those were all... Our episodes were very in alignment around conscious actions. Consciousness from, you know, regret like Miles had because he sort of froze when he had his baby. Mm-hmm. And, and he had a very narcissistic come to, which he now realizes and... Acknowledges mm-hmm. and works every day to now be the best dad ever, which yeah. is obviously a conscious decision. And also, like, conscious, like, I feel like a lot of people aren't conscious about their. I hate always calling it trauma, but like, a lot it's of people. It's a traumatic word. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, it's just like it's a very wide reaching word. I feel like there could be something a little bit more specific, but. I think a lot of people aren't conscious about how their experiences in life affect them now. And I think Miles, like, through that, like, kind of silence when his daughter was born, started to consciously think about how his past was affecting his present. And he's consciously making an effort to not let it. And very few people do that. Oh, my gosh. It's not easy. I mean... Shout out to all the dads. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was our first dad on the episode, on the on the episode, on the pod. And what an incredible point of view. What an incredible conversation. Yeah. What what an exercise in honesty. Like that was a really big lesson for us. Like just be freaking honest. Like that was amazing to hear him be so unfiltered and raw and real. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to bring every day. I mean, do you everyone listening like do you want us to keep bringing on dad perspectives male perspectives like I don't know male doctors who are working with a lot of I don't know there's so many angles Mm. to take it but to hear that dad story to hear that men can get postpartum depression I was like what do you mean yeah it's all about the woman when it when it comes to birth (laughs) and like to hear that 
was a fascinating perspective. Yeah, and definitely something I would love to learn more about. Because this is also something I've been thinking about. It's like, so much is also happening with your partner. While we're like, we're trying to like really educate ourselves on birth and all all that stuff surrounding um, parenthood because we're trying to make ourselves better. But I think also like, our, we're just one part of the puzzle and if our partner isn't there at all with the consciousness <laughs> then um, then that's a huge miss and I think if if we can also learn how men can go through these things so we can see it in our partners yeah. and like identify and like talk through things I think that's also something how do you talk to your partners about this if they've never if they've never talked about it to anyone ever before, how do you bring it up? How do you discuss? And I think that's where it would be interesting to have more men on here to kind of hear more perspectives because that's so rarely, sadly, that's so rarely had. I know. It's so important. And that's what I think was such a big win for Miles is he just started speaking very openly and honestly to his community and all these men were like, wait, I want to talk to you. I want to unpack this. I want to like Mm -hmm. get... Maybe I won't actually get vulnerable, but I want to hear you get vulnerable because it makes me feel safe or whatever it is. It's like there's so many stereotypes about how men should be and how they should act. And to to hear Miles not be afraid to be sensitive and emotional Mm. and all of these, you know, quote, constructs of what a man shouldn't be, which is just so ridiculous. So old fashioned. So old fashioned. I mean, I think we are really beyond that. Same same way of, like, women shouldn't be, you know, aggressive or intense. And, like, these are considered yeah. negative words. Like, no. I want to be intense every day. I'm, I mean, <laughs> here's a perfect example. My boyfriend is always like, Drew, like, you're kind of intense right now with, with work and whatever. And I'm like, why is that a bad thing? Like, I feel like I'm focused and I'm on it. And maybe my energy is intense, but mm. is anybody ever telling a man that his energy is intense when he's in the middle of a work day? Especially not if he fucking owns a company. Like, <laughs> you're leading a whole ass company. If you weren't intense, something, I'd be questioning that. You're like, I'm owning very a company. You're like, hey. <laughs> you know. Hey, everyone. I'm not stressed out at all. No. Yeah. Fucking stressed every it's day. Like, Today, we just, we just like ate cookies and <laughs> sat in Meditated. <laughs> No, no. no, that's also great stuff. I want to eat cookies, meditate in the sun. Somebody teach me how I can be less intense, okay? I, I'm I'm here to listen, but I want to also be allowed to be intense. That's why I we have. need to take one of Lena's workshops. Yes. And I think everyone should because... We will have one here for sure. Yeah. With our perfectly manicured yard. Manicured. Manicured, which I'm never so... And so, yeah, so we had our first... This Wow, crazy consciousness. We had Lena, who was going through a separation. We had Miles, who was our first dad. Then we had Krista, who was our first non-mom. Wow, so we had a first of everything. I wish there was a better way, non-mom, like that, just our first woman who wasn't a mother yet. (laughs) Non-mom. A non-parent. Non-parent. She's not a parent yet. And, you know, she, everything she touched on Two was still so yeah. identifying yeah. and beautiful. It's interesting because, as you said, non-parent, 
Krista is a non-parent, but she talked a lot about parenthood and her relationship with her parents. Yes. And that's also when we started this podcast, we talked about having all, like what we were interested in wasn't necessarily the parent perspective, but the dynamic perspective. Like Mm. how are your dynamics, like how are your relationships with your parents influencing your relationship with your kids, with your friends? Like how are all these things connected? How do they change? Like how is it being like an only child versus a child of multiples? Like all of these things we're interested in and Krista, when she was talking about her relationship with her mom and kind of going off to college and that's being the first time she like set up a boundary with her mom I yeah I get that I think oh my gosh I mean everyone can relate to that and every parent should be thinking about their relationship with their parents Mm. and how it's affecting their kids I know I know and again it all comes back to that consciousness Mm. Krista now navigates all of her female friendships through that consciousness her like relationship with her partner everything because she connects it to this idea of the mother wound which she taught Mm -hmm. us about and the mother wound is literally how you were affected she was like everybody has a mother wound it's not necessarily Mm. a negative thing it's it just transfers over from how you were raised from how your mother was raised and it is just innately in you right like (laughs) my mom is the most loving and sometimes too loving and sometimes I find myself being a little too loving and I'm like I kind of want to be a little bit less loving or a little Mm. and like so that's like a positive you know I'm trying to find that enforcement of just conscious what you are raised into Mm -hmm. what you're surrounded by generational and how it affects how you do your day-to-day like Mm -hmm. my mother wound is my mom is really bad with boundaries and I'm really bad with boundaries. Like how can I rework that to be better, to say yes, less to like not be so, Mm -hmm. you know, over loving. And I also think like we're one of the first like bigger generation pieces where we're consciously thinking about these things. Like our parents really didn't. I I think like my dad, maybe more so than my mom, but like, they barely think about like how growing up has affected them. I think my my dad does because it was a complicated situation. Very very loving but complicated. Um, but we're the first like I feel like we're we're the start of the conversation of like this is how I grew up and it not being like a judging thing. And this is what I liked about Krista as well. It's like it always felt like third person Mm. so when she was thinking about herself she was like why did this happen instead of being like you suck ass like you're stupid for letting that happen she was like okay but why did it happen how can I not let that happen again like how can I protect myself a little bit more do I have to protect myself more and asking the questions because it's so hard to separate yourself from yourself I don't even know I I try to do it all the time, and then I still don't. <laughs> Life, man. No, it's so true. And and being a woman is just hard. Having female friendships is hard. Having, like, mm. consciousness is hard. Sometimes I just don't want to think about anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, but she really gave us the tools of, 
you know, finding that perfect balance between honesty, but also protecting yourself Mm -hmm. in a really real way. It was like, how can I be kind in my delivery, but how can I not overstep, you know, or come across too, (laughs) for lack of a better word, aggressive in my truth or, which is also so so like, why can't we just be like bitchy sometimes? (laughs) Sometimes I want to just be like, not that I want to ever be mean, but this is exactly what I said in the episode. Sometimes I want to just be straight up like Larry David, mm. but I, it, Larry David looks like a dick half the time. And like a lot, but the thing is also like, I think we're trying to be liked all the time. Ugh. And like Larry David probably gets hated by a lot of people. Like probably a lot of people just don't like him. We're speaking of Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm, by the way, not Larry David in real life (laughs) big Larry David fans over here but I mean yeah I can't to Larry David I just want to say I can't watch more than one episode because it gives me such heebie-jeebie like second person embarrassment that I I, I can't I love it so much he makes me like crawl out of my skin it's my favorite it's my favorite I kind of want to watch it with you we haven't watched it together we should watch it and have some ice cream or something oh my god no, but all this to say, God, there's there's just so much to say about these episodes. Like, if only you all could see me and Yola after. It's like mm. we go from a full work day and then we have these recordings and then we just are so invigorated and inspired. And then the guest leaves and then me and Yola are like, oh my God, it's already 9 p.m. Why are we still talking about this episode? Like, we need to go home. Like, we're mm. just... The takeaways, and we hope that you all are having these same takeaways, that you're wanting to unpack these episodes, that you're wanting to have more conversations about them. Send us, again, feedback, questions. Like, we want to be able to unpack these things together because truly me and Yola are just on this journey to be better and to learn Mm. more and to navigate the world more (laughs) consciously every day we're in school basically yeah truly I'm getting my masters (laughs) that's how it feels right now all the baby's masters program porch time masters podcast but honestly is a master that much different probably I think we are learning more (laughs) we're learning about how to be all this we're learning about how to unpack trauma (laughs) truly and what it looks like this is this is our therapy. We're getting a th- free therapy session, I think, with every guest. No? Right? Yeah. Kind of give or well, take. Yeah. For us, for them. I think it's like, in a way, I don't know if I would call it therapy for, for me, more so like the tools for me to go into therapy smarter. Oh. Like. Oh, like you know what you have to look for in yourself now. Yeah. And I'm like really like a lot of the time people are talking and I'm like interesting I can see that in me I can see that in my relationship Mm -hmm. this is how it went for them but I just need to like keep an eye out and be conscious about it and conscious like in about things that whoops sorry Mike um it's weird that it's called she's underneath you the dog the dog um but I'm just like all in all in my whole life like a lot of the time these conversations are giving me like points to look out for and I think I love that to like start thinking about pre things actually happening 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. And that's why we wanted to do this specifically before we became mothers. That was kind of like our theme around this because yeah. it's giving us all the tools, not all, you know, but it's mm. giving us these beautiful new tools and ideas and lessons and frameworks and perspectives to do better and be better and look at ourselves differently so that we can raise the best version of, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though, I, I mean, we'll probably be doing stuff better, but I think let's hope we're still doing this podcast when we have children because I think we will continue to learn how to be better all through our lives. And that's also oh, the like ongoing thing because it's a never it's like, ending lesson. It's never ending. Which is what makes it beautiful because we're just work in progresses. Yeah. We're whips. <laughs> Carhartt whip people. Oh my gosh. But I think that we are gonna keep this episode short. Mm-hmm. We've been giving a lot of longer episodes. We kinda wanna just like, you know, give you guys <laughs> this is like for for like your your shorter morning commute. You know, this is yeah. like the unwind, chill out background music episode. This is the check in. No, we're a foreground. Music. We're a foreground. Yeah, girl. We're always for why am I, I selling us short? That's such a woman thing to do. No. Um such a not you thing to do. Such a Freaking blast us in the car. Yeah. Tell all your friends. I really want to do an episode also where we're answering questions. Ooh. I mean, I don't know if people have questions about us yet. Do you guys have questions? But um, Are we boring? Are we fun? Are we interesting? No, but also like, <laughs> just like questions in general, like about the people we have on. I would love to hear questions about that. I really want to know if you have questions about Jenny. Me. <laughs> Why me? Why not you? I'm just, I'm just kidding. If you have questions about what either of us does at All the Babies or something we've mentioned in like the podcast. Silly, you want to know. silly things. Silly things. Even. Like what color will our hair be in July? Light or brown. I never dye it though, but the sun dyes it. No, you answered the question. Oh. <laughs> now I want you guys to ask interesting questions. What shoe size are you? What's your favorite Yeah, band? so people can buy you shoes. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> we just sneakily bought our our girlfriend, Claire, who helped us with yeah. all the Nordstrom stuff, a beautiful pair of Manolo, Manolos from The Real Real. Yeah, and truly. That's The Real Real. Bless The Real Real. Bless The Real Real. Because... Shout out to The Real Real, not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Please sponsor us so we can get all the vanilla. No, but the cool thing there is just like, I'm not down to spend money, like spend like over a hundred, 200 bucks on a pair of shoes, like made randomly in some cheap factory and the brand is just expensive. Like at least with the older Manolos that I'm buying for like 75, a hundred bucks on the real real, they're made in Italy. Like, 40 years ago. 40 years. Maybe that's a lot. Wow. Really take but, us along but a I do, tour journey over But there. I have have a pair of Chanel's that's Shoe like journey. like pretty old. I think probably from like the 70s. And those are made so well and they're so cheap. I mean, now we're going into, into well, a little People shopping, love this. This is, this is what you're going to get if you ask us questions. We're fun. Truly. Um, we like bargains. But I always think like it's so I I don't know if anyone else feels this but giving presents 
as an oh. adult is hard because people can buy themselves things I know. like um, what are you giving them like candles and massages candles, flowers massages facials great, massages that's you kind just of got it. me a massage and I'm I did. So did you get it yet no because oh. I haven't had any time I got you a massage because she's yeah. just been working so hard that's an amazing so gift. that makes me the best boss ever no, just the best boss the best friend no all in all amazing but it's so hard to find presents for people. It's so true. Um, You're good at it. I'm good at some people presents. It, like if I don't know you that well, it, it'll be like a candle or something. But I think <laughs> so. If you got a candle from Yola, <laughs> but sorry. It, but also I'm like, I'm not gonna spend like 120 bucks on no, someone. So it's so just hard. like a splitting thing with us. Yeah. Because we split the shoes and we all paid a little, but. That, those things like you will have a lifetime. I know. It'll be special. You'll remember the gift. Yeah. And it's also like you put in actual work to find it. It's not like you're just going into a store and seeing something and picking the size. It's like one off. That shoe was only there in that size. Yeah. It existed in no other size. We went looking for a while until we find the shoe. Like it sounds like Cinderella, but Claire, was, <laughs> Claire put them on. I brought them over and she was just like, oh my God, this is like my Cinderella shoe because it fit her so perfectly. I think we need to do an episode on love languages because we are such yeah. presents. Yeah. <laughs> We're presents. Also, I feel uh, like it's so interesting because I've been thinking a lot about love languages and I don't think you're ever just one. You're not. I think you have like your like main one priority. and then you have bases. So like yeah. my main one is gifts. I show love by like really putting an effort to giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. I feel really love. It sounds mm. materialistic, but like and then acts of service. So I love to like host, to do things for you, to like make the plan, to da 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 da. But then there's like words of affirmation. So for example, my partner is a big words of affirmation guy. So if I'm just like, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. You look so good. You say it so sarcastically. No, I, just, <laughs> I obviously mean me. every word, but I can see what those words do to build them up. And that's why it's mm. so important to know your friends love languages your partners love languages because it might nine times out of ten it's not the same as yours so you might think that you're doing the best thing we actually talked about this with krista Mm. um you might think that you're doing the best thing for them getting them this gift but they might not feel loved by this gift they didn't ask for that gift they don't really see it as like this spontaneous beautiful thought out surprise like you do they might just want a Mm. hug because their love language is physical touch like oh i could go on a whole tangent about this but they are so talk about consciousness. Yeah, they are so important in navigating and understanding and like, yeah, all the things. And it's so interesting too because you, I didn't really understand what my like love language is in like giving because I'm big like doer for people like big gifts and like little things like flowers and dinners and I plan a lot and I do a lot and I don't expect you and I also don't need you to do the same that's something that I like thought was always like really interesting is like I don't react the same if like someone's making me dinner as if I was yeah making someone dinner totally like you want to do all the the things because you feel fulfilled by doing the thing exactly but I'm more of like a affirmation hug physical touch like that's what I need Yola's a really sweet crier I love when she she gets emotional on every single one of our photo shoots and it makes me so happy 
I'm sorry, but there's like babies running around and I have a uterus. (laughs) (laughs) One plus one equals two. Oh my God. Oh my God. Also, um, quick aside, we are, because actually we're going to wrap this up. We are, come visit us this Sunday, May 1st. We're doing a really exciting event called Floral and Friends with some amazing participating brands at the Unlikely Florist Shop in Venice. You can Google that. I don't have the address off the top of my head. But it's from 2 to 5. You can get tickets. It's going to start with a movement class led by Pilates Movement. And it's a Pilates class. 30 minutes. And then you will have the option to shop and eat and, and visit us in person right before Mother's Day. It's so beautiful. You can get some matching sets for you and your little. Mm. You, you can buy things for mothers in your life. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's going to be really cute. There's going to be floral arrangements, amazing, amazing brands, natural wine, amazing food. Mm. We don't usually do things like this. so No. And it was so special when we got the email that we just had to. Yeah. I was like, Venice? Check. Yeah. All these brands? Check. Pilates? We all yeah. know I love that. Check. I unfortunately won't be there. I'm really sad about it. I'm going to be in Mexico City this week. Um, I get back. Oh my God, it's coming up so I know. fast. I get back a little too late for the event. But Yola, our amazing Yola is going to be there. Mika, our intern, who's Yola's sister. So you'll see that. And then my event. mom, she will be Ms. joining Elkin. too. We call her, obviously, as you all know, the CMO, the chief mama officer of all the babies. I founded all the babies with her. She's got that beautiful mother glow and touch and love and all of it. So she will be there. Mm -hmm. You're in great hands. You can shop all of our things. And if we run out of any size, we can ship it to you for free. And there also is going to be a special discount code for everybody who attends. And we are not typically a discount brand. So come just for that extra little 15% off, if you know what I'm saying. One five, not five zero. (laughs) Um, gotta make some money here Um, but yes please 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 come say hi you can buy tickets online um, and you can also buy tickets at the door it's super fun Mm. and easy and we want to see you there yeah and we'll just be a really cute hang and obviously please go shop us at Nordstrom online in store Um, we're only there for a a short amount of time Mm -hmm. if you really want to like try our clothes before you buy our clothes they have select colors they have our best selling adult and baby sweats uh, and cactus, cashew, and vintage black. So if we don't have your size online, we might have it at Nordstrom. Yeah. If you're in Canada, go, go, go. You won't have to pay the customs or duty fees. Huge bonus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or shipping fees. I mean. Yowza. Yowza. We know that's not fun. Um, which we've actually tried to look into how to figure that out, and it's so complicated if you're a small business. So I'm sorry. Yeah. So just go visit us in person. I mean, customs are really dependent on your country, yes. not us. Yeah. So we've tried. Hard we've, to figure it out. We've looked into everything. But go visit us there. And uh, we have a super exciting, amazing drop happening mid-May, right after Mother's Day. Oh, my long gosh. We're going to start coming. teasing you. We've been working on it for so long. We literally been- can't wait. If we call Nordstrom a labor of love. Oh, yeah. This This one has been like... So starting in May and moving forward, we're really committing to one drop a month and and really getting back to special, exclusivity, yummy, get-your-hands-on-it-won't-come-back type of vibe. Yeah. It's the summer of color. Yeah. That's the perfect tease. 
the summer of color. We're about to make some big, bold, beautiful moves. So stay tuned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rate, review, keep listening, share this podcast. You have no idea what it means to us. And send us in questions. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Make us better. Let us know feedback. (laughs) Anything. Like anything. Guests that you want us to have on. We have such incredible guests lined up that we can't wait. And we just love checking in with you. I'm we already recorded some of the guests that are coming and I'm like itching Itching. to talk about it. Itching, 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 and itching. So fantastic. Um but in typical uh Drew fashion, we're at forty nine minutes and I wanna get this to fifty. Oh, but we're we're gonna have an ad in there. An ad or two. We're gonna have an ad. We're gonna have an intro. Oh, no, no, no intro because it's check-in episode. We just intro yeah, right like into our... the intro. Do, 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 oh, do, 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 do. does everyone like our little jingle? Because I kind of love it. All right. Have a beautiful day. We hope that you listen to us when you're driving. We hope that you listen to us when you're doing laundry. We hope that you listen to us when you're painting outside. We hope that you love our voices. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a beautiful week, y'all. Bye. Yola, say bye. Okay, bye.